Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Thursdays. Reason being is we have an expert named Jonathan Twomley in the syndication and multifamily space who likes to have his discussions at 7.30. So again, Thursdays, the one day a week we go early. I get up early just for you uh, so that we can have these discussions first. If you like your daily financial news in 10 to 15 minute chunks, like, subscribe, comment, be a part of the channel, say hello. Hello out there. How are you doing today? I hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Got a lot of notes for you today. Very busy day uh, going on in the world. What do I want to do? Let's start at the bottom. Uh, Last thing I read this morning was actually something we talked a lot about the last couple of years, and that is weekly jobless claims. Weekly jobless claims set another record. Yes, seemingly two years ago, we were talking about, you know, Huge numbers the wrong way. Now they are record low numbers. Yes, folks, record since 1968. Uh, 166,000 folks initiated new weekly jobless claims. Uh, Again, just more sign that the economy, currently speaking, is in pretty good shape. Uh, We will see how wages are going. Again, it... um, it feels like we are definitely set up for wage inflation a la the 1970s. Uh, it does feel that way. I do have to ask, I just, something doesn't feel right to me. We're talking about these student loans, right? The student loan payments being once again extended now till September. I guess it made sense when it was initially created, right? We essentially shut down the economy. We prevented people from earning income. You take, you take revenue out, you lower expenses, but every time I turn around, we have a great economy. We just had record low unemployment. We've got 5.2% wage inflation. What are we really doing here? I am actually starting to think that we might seriously consider uh, canceling student loans, right? Currently, student loans are expected to uh, be, or they are extended till September. I wonder, again, no dog in the fight, no debt. My daughter has no debt, so frankly, don't care either way. But I am curious, will it be a political football? We all know we have a midterm election coming up in November. Uh, it is probably fair to say that uh, the Democratic Party is not geared up to uh, have a good showing. What happens if you cancel student loans and you have 45 million people who benefited from this? Gavin Newsom did this in California. He sent out $400, I think it was, to all the voters right before his recall election. I don't know. Seems like a game plan. I thought it was illegal to buy votes, but maybe not. I don't know. Seems kind of interesting. Let me know. Comments below. I I really do think this has been a political theater. I think they always intended to cancel it, but they want to get their most bang for the buck. And that is to cancel in September or October. 
because as I believe it, the midterms are in November. Conspiracy theory, maybe, but hey, it's a good chess move. If you are in a weak position, why not go give some goodies to 45 million folks and maybe improve your chances? I don't know. Sounds interesting to me. You want to talk about hyperinflation? Let's talk about hyperinflation. But, but before we do that, I need to show you Sonny because for the first time in a while, he's down here. Hi, Sonny. You want to say hi to everybody on YouTube? Okay, we can do that. Hello, everyone. Sorry about that, but Sonny was down there whining. He wanted to say hi to everybody. He'd like you to smash the like button, say hello to him. How you doing? Yeah, he's tiny. He's like six pounds. Anyway, I digress. Hyperinflation. Hyperinflation, again, we defined it months ago. It's 50%. That's the magic number to say hyperinflation. Russia, 200% yearly inflation. 2% a week. Folks, people uh, in the citizens of Russia are paying dearly dearly for what is going on. Uh, The invasion, obviously devastating, horrific, all of those things that you would think, but it is impacting everyone around the world. It must stop. We must have peace. It must be signed. Uh, Again, hoping hoping the peace treaty is being signed right now, but it's probably not. But we can hope for it. So again, uh, pretty interesting. If you want to talk hyperinflation, 2% a week. That sucks. That That's going to hurt. Uh, looks like Biden is going after Amazon. Biden wants all of the Amazon warehouses to be unionized. I think we talked about a Staten Island facility being the first. Uh, Biden came out yesterday and wants Amazon unionized, which I thought was interesting. Sam Zell, if you haven't uh, heard me talk about Sam Zell, he's one of those guys I uh, I follow. He doesn't talk a lot on the news channels, but uh, he was paraded out yesterday. I think it was CNBC. It might have been Bloomberg. Basically saying um, the Fed is five to six months behind. Totally agree. Uh, he did say that inflation has been a money, it has always been defined as too much money chasing too few goods or opportunities. Folks, I brought you that definition about a year ago. Inflation is a monetary phenomenon. We rained $9 trillion on the economy. What the hell did we think was going to happen? Crazy. Crazy. Uh, Sam Zell says price discovery has been destroyed. He did say there is no substitution for liquidity. Sam Zell basically said, without saying it, there is going to be pain in the real estate industry. He was generally, I believe, talking about office, maybe some multifamily syndications. Basically, there are people that have been having no price discovery, not doing their due diligence and just paying anything because the risk was zero, risk capital was zero. Sam was basically saying, the party's over, the punch bowl is gone, there will be pain ahead. But it won't be soon, given the debt structures in these industries. It will unravel over time, uh, which I thought was very interesting. Recessions. One of the things you must realize is the Fed is watching consumer behavior. It's frankly one of the reasons I watch consumers because consumers drive the bus. Consumers have the ability to create a recession all by themselves. 
We talked yesterday, I believe it was, about people driving less, eating out less, shopping less. Those are the things, when they happen in mass, will cause a recession. And uh, that's one of the things that is very clear uh, that the consumers are feeling, and now the Fed is reacting. Uh, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders. When's Bernie going to retire? You know, come on, Bernie. You've had you've had a good run. Go enjoy. Bernie Sanders wants to create a 95% tax. Yes, folks. He's going to call it a windfall tax. Hey, Bernie, stop spending so much money. Stop giving money away. You got to respect money. Make sure there's a return. Yeah, Bernie's like, "Hey, I'm going to take 95% of all the windfall taxes." Uh what is he thinking? Just stop stop giving stuff away. It's crazy. Ray Dalio is being paraded around a lot uh, recently. Uh, he says he has an 8 out of 10 uh, concern for inflation, uh, which I think is interesting, right? Because we are likely to have – we have CPI next Tuesday, I think. I think it's going to be like over 8.5. It's going to be nasty. Uh, so it's very interesting. Again, I think the White House will cancel student loans in September or October. 45 million people with uh, debt. Why not go hope you can buy their votes? Makes sense to me. Uh, we've had a lot of weakness in some very important parts of the stock market. Transports, we talked about last Friday, down 5%. Truckers specifically. Home builders getting smashed. Also, semiconductors. These are three important parts of the market that are flashing recession. I saw perhaps one of the craziest tax proposals yesterday. And Arthur, thank you for sending this to me. The city of Philadelphia, uh, Kendra Brooks, I believe, is the politician that proposed this. Kendra from Philadelphia would like to propose a city-specific wealth tax. She would like to tax intangible wealth. Basically says that Philadelphia is the poorest big city in the nation. By taxing intangible wealth, we can we can support the community. She says that people won't leave. Well, Kendra I believe if you look at the total population of Philadelphia, you are correct. I believe the, in fact, I believe that Philadelphia might increase population if you had this wealth tax on intangible wealth. But here's the deal, Kendra. Go look at New York City. Go look at California. We have, they, we or they, I live in California, so I say we, uh, we have instituted tax on wealth. And the people that have the money leave. So Kendra, you would like you would likely have more people and less money. Anytime a city wants to create a wealth tax, it promotes the top one percent or the tippity top to relocate. These are the people with the most mobility. They have second homes. It doesn't take much time to have a change of address form. And as Jeffrey Ultimate Bargains just said, I had that exact same quote, money or wealth 
or investments go to where it is treated best. If you are going to tax intangible wealth in Philadelphia, you are going to lose the people that you, you're, it's going to get worse, not better. There have been, I don't know why people don't look this stuff up. It's, there's examples out there. The fear gauge, the VIX, as they call it, in the stock market spiked 17% yesterday as the Fed has shown their talons. Uh, they are now supporting multiple 50 basis point hikes. I am encouraged that the Fed was seriously looking at 50 basis points. In fact, they would have preferred to do 50 basis points in March. This makes me feel a little bit better because I was calling for 50 basis for six months. And then they weaseled out. They got weak. They should have done 50 in March. Now they're behind even more. So they're going to raise 50 points in May. And again, I think they will do that in June as well. They are going to shrink their balance sheet by $95 billion. $95 billion, in my opinion, is not shrinking the balance sheet. $95 billion a month means, roughly speaking, every year a trillion dollars will roll off. We are talking about nine years to lower the federal uh, reserves balance sheet. That is asinine. That is way too long. We're going to have two recessions. And do we not think the Fed will expand their balance sheet? This is not going to happen. Uh, So again, it will be very, very interesting. As for the Fed, I believe there are three things they could do. Because I believe at this point, everybody says inflation is real. I do not know anyone out there that says inflation is not real. So I believe the Fed has three playbooks to deal with inflation. One, which is the one I hoped they would do, but they clearly are not. One, they could be Paul Volcker. They could take the reins. They can shock the market. They can raise rates 20 times. They could raise rates on the weekend. Basically, Paul Volcker said, I'm in charge. I have two mandates. I am not doing mandate number one, stable prices. I am fixing it. And yes, deep, dark recession, actually back-to-back recessions. That is number one. Jerome Powell does not have a backbone. He is not going to do it, but that is one route they could take. Number two, this is one it appears that a lot of folks think is going to happen. I do not believe it, or I should say I hope it doesn't, but this is an option. The Federal Reserve could come out and talk tough. They could come out and have Lennar Brainerd talk tough, the biggest dub, and then do nothing and create excuses. Well, they talked down the market a couple of points. So maybe it's working, but it is not breaking the back of inflation. But there are a lot of you, and I see your comments. Oh, I'll believe it when I see it. The Fed can't do it. The Fed can't do this. Maybe. Maybe. I do not believe it. I believe the Fed takes their job seriously. And they realize that job number one is not there. Number three is the route that Bernanke took. And I believe Powell is following letter of the law. Powell is going, Powell and his cronies are going to tell the market what is coming and then deliver. We're going to raise 50 basis. 
We're going to raise 25. We're going to take a pause. I believe Jerome Powell is going to give Fed speak at every meeting to telegraph what is coming. So there will be no surprises on size. There will be no surprises on dates. He believes that the best way to architect a soft landing is to clearly communicate what is coming. I do not like that strategy. I believe the Federal Reserve was put in place to be the um, bearer of bad news. I believe the Federal Reserve has the ability to protect Wall Street or Main Street, but not both. I believe right now they are leaning on protecting Wall Street, which is terrible. Uh, Main Street is paying for it. The average consumer is spending $2,500 or more a year because of inflation. Inflation is a horrible tax. I, If the government would stop talking about, what do they call them? I want to get the names right. Intangible wealth tax and windfall profit tax. Why don't you lazy asses talk about inflation as a tax and the fact that you printed $9 trillion and gave it away too much money chasing too few goods causes inflation. Why don't you own up to that, Mr. and Mrs. Government official? Not good. Not good. So at the end of the day, uh, a couple of things to kind of round this out. I guess one thing to say, Warren Buffett just bought 12, 121 million shares of HP. I saw that headline. I did not read it. Uh, I guess that's the computer and printer maker, HP, Hewlett Packard. At the end of the day, I think the game and the rules have changed. I believe the Federal Reserve has finally stepped up and said that stable prices is the problem. We're missing the boat. I believe they are going to do what they say. So again, I think a 50 basis point call is coming in May. I think one is coming in June. If they wimp out, not good, not good. All right, folks, again, I believe the Fed can protect Wall Street or Main Street. I believe right now Powell is choosing to protect uh, Wall Street, which is not cool by me. Let's protect the everyday citizens. Let's get aggressive. If you think the inflation is so bad, Powell, raise rates this weekend. You're the Fed president. You could do that. You could raise rates on Sunday. Go look at Paul Volcker. He raised rates on the weekends all the time. I do not think Powell has a chance of that. But, hey, we can talk about it. So, at the end of the day, have a wonderful day. Glad we can talk. 7 a.m. on Thursdays, daily financial news. Like, subscribe. And if you're still watching, say hi. Let me know that you're there. Uh, The comments really are bringing more and more people to the channel. I will try to say hello back throughout the day. Have a wonderful day. And, of course, Sunny is still sitting on my lap. Okay, bye-bye.